Everybody, it's time for Ghost and Friend Dogs. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 live. In four-hour recording studio audience. Recording. Wake your ass up. It's the next Sunday in the morning. Hello, everybody. It is Wednesday. Thursday. You skipped Wednesday. I did skip Wednesday. I'm sorry. That was me. That was me, guys. Uh, yeah, yesterday we didn't me. have a show. Yesterday we didn't have a show, and the reasoning for not having a show was I decided that I uh, was going to go see the movie Django Unchained. And originally, we were going to go see an 845 showing, which would have been plenty of time to get home and get my stuff done. But uh, it was sold out, so we had to go to a 10, uh, 10 showing. But spoiler, that movie's like 20 hours long. <laughs> By the time it was over, I was like, I cannot be asked or bald to do anything. I'm going to bed. <laughs> well, at least, at least you were honest with yourself. I, I honesty's all I've got, besides lies. We're already putting tombstones, tombstone quotes today. <laughs> You're welcome. I feel like I need something to put quotes on, but I don't want a tombstone. That's your thing. Uh, it could be you could have a T-shirt with my quotes on it. <laughs> It'll just be an old man yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can have that. You can have old man yelling. Yeah, and it'll just show, like, an old man yelling and then the little, like, lines showing that I'm yelling out the mouth and then it's just, like, quotes running down. Yes, yes. Just like, if you don't refill the coffee, you suck at your job. I feel like those those are those inspirational posters that people take and then, like, remake. I feel like, yeah. uh, not inspirational, those like 1950s ones that are like, only you can stop the commies. Oh, educational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's one of my favorite ones is like, how about you have a nice cup of shut the F up? <laughs> like that. Those are great. <laughs> you can, that can be your thing. That's true. Not nearly as good as, as a tombstone because that will last forever until I rise as a zombie. Still. Or someone just kicks it over. <laughs> they most likely will. <laughs> stupid like, old oh, man is stupid thing. quotes. And the guy that has to keep adding on to it's just like, oh god, finally. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like in all the movies where the guy lives forever and he's so happy to die. It's <laughs> I will find an immortal and have him watch over my gravestone. <laughs> when it tumbles, he's like, finally, and he dies. That's it. <laughs> That's the movie. Oh um, my god, we need to make a movie where. It just keeps ending, but you never know when it's going to end. It's that would be that, that'd be Django. That'd be Django Unchained. That movie oh. was roughly three hours, a little bit, I don't know, under or over. I can't tell. It started at 1010, and we left at 115. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, besides, uh, it was uh, your quintessential Tarantino movie. Basically, it was moments of brilliance followed by moments of he's full of himself knowing how brilliant he is. Like, the ending, getting back to the point, the ending was just like, we're going to end it. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. He's got a little bit more story to tell. No, 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 no. Now he's got to go back and kill. Oh, no, no. Now he's got to go dance, prance around on his horse, show off for his lady. I was like, oh, dear God. The one saving grace of that entire movie, it, there should be some so- form of, like, duo Oscar Academy Award that they give to Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Sam Jackson. The two of them together on screen might be the single best thing in that entire movie, and maybe in all movies 
ever. They are who they are. It's Leonardo DiCaprio as, like, the dandiest of slave. It's like, oh, I do declare. Like, it's that kind of level of just, like, <laughs> this is amazing. And then Sam Jackson is basically Uncle Ruckus from the Boondocks. <laughs> it's amazing. The two of them on screen, it's like, they're on screen for maybe an hour of a three-hour movie. But it's the single best hour I've seen in a movie in forever. They are ridiculous. Sam Jackson, when he first shows up, it's right on that line of offensive and comedy gold. And so you're in the theater cracking up, but you're also looking around like, I hope no one takes offense to the fact that I'm laughing at this. It's like, it's like, like our podcast. Yes. <laughs> Except much more, much more horrible. Oh. Oh well, yes, yeah, so I like, can't even imagine that then. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was one that part was great, and the beginning was great. But of course, of course, Tarantino has to have an entire like twenty-five minute scene featuring him as an Australian like slave owner <laughs> or s- slave transport guy with his other Australian buddies. It's like this uh, is an unnecessary scene. I am tired. It, just it, hit the point where he's like, people are gonna watch anyway. Yeah, it it made me really it made me appreciate the Hobbit even more. Because that movie, everyone was like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to drag on. That movie flew by for me. Django dragged on for me. Like, it kept going. And I was like, okay, we get, we, I get it. I get it. Your main villain, he's already dead at this point, And there's still 45 <laughs> minutes in the movie. It's like, oh, Jesus. Like, okay, sure, continue. I hate when that happens in movies. Yeah. Like, you would think, like, a person that's good at directing could sense that well it's it's you know it's tarantino he has to do his the the final battle is very very similar to the uh sword fight in kill bill volume one Mm. like even to the point where when the door bursts open and all the like slave hands run in they all do that like that shuffle when they run on the balcony with that weird like pitter patter of the feet like they're running a mile a minute that kind of and they all have their guns out instead of swords it's the exact like almost the exact same scene like he loves that final showdown like people on a balcony they have the high ground there's no way he's gonna win spoiler he wins (laughs) i'll probably just keep doing that for movies just incorporating into incorporating it into like different scenarios like different like we did wild west we did like samurai stuff. Now we'll do uh in, like industrial era. <laughs> they all have like Tommy guns. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Like, they have muskets. They're just like reloading the muskets as they're walking. <laughs> <laughs> but they're still doing pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter. Like, really yeah. fast walking, but they're reloading very quickly. There's like some cannons that fire off. Every time I leave a Tarantino movie, I feel like, why are you so full of yourself? But I still like the movie. Like I don't. I saw a clip where he, like, spit on some guy. What? Did you see that? He was, like, walking out of a coffee shop, and he was, like, in his big fur coat. Oh, you mean Tarantino? Coffee. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant in the movie. I was like, when did that happen in the movie? Oh, no. Oh. It was, like, real life. And he was just walking, and the guy was, like, trying to get a picture of him, and he just spit on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, don't follow me. <laughs> it's funny. I'm getting coffee. I'm Tarantino. <laughs> I always think of... Tostino's pizza rolls, and I think of Tarantino's pizza rolls. (laughs) He has become his own legend, I think. Like, progressively, his movies got better and better, and then it became, like, a mockery of his movies. (laughs) Like, his movies have become what people, like, in their minds think about Tarantino movies. An hour of talking and nothing happening, followed by 15 minutes of complete gore. 
followed by like a scene that has nothing to do with anything. A, the perfect example of a scene that is unnecessary yet entirely necessary. In in this one, Jonah Hill and Don Johnson uh, are members of the KKK, and the KKK literally has no scenes or anything except for one, and it's them going after Django and the German guy. But it's not even them going after them. It's them preparing to do it. It's like 15 minutes long. And they're having a conversation about their hoods and the eye holes and how they can't see. And they're like, like, who made these hoods? Like, my wife made those hoods. And they just get in an argument over these crappy hoods. <laughs> it's hilarious. But it's entirely unneeded. And it's something he put in there because he's like, let's make fun of the KKK in this movie. He's like, all right, that's fine. But dude, you don't like need it. They're probably just sitting around the table. He's like, oh, man, this KKK scene is really funny. And then they're like, it doesn't really fit anywhere. He's like, throw it in. They, they really do. Like, like <laughs> Don Johnson's like, we're going to go get him. Then he cuts, and it's like them before riding out there. And it's like a comedy scene. And it's like 15 It's like Blazing Saddles levels of comedy. <laughs> you know, Jonah Hill's like, why don't we just not wear our hoods? He's like, that's <laughs> not the point. <laughs> He's like, well, what if we don't wear the hoods this time, but we'll wear them next time? Yeah, we can get some really good. Like, the, the whole crowd is a bunch of hillbilly guys. It's hilarious. It's a very funny scene, but totally unnecessary. I kind of like, want to see right. that movie now, even though it's really long. It felt long. It's one of those movies that just felt long. But I, I guess not, not every movie can have mystical elves and dwarves. <laughs> and an epic background story. But again... Mm -hmm. Some movies, though, it's just like, you do not, this does not need to be yeah. this long. What was the, the last Harry Potter movie? Not a huge fan of Harry Potter. Sat through the last movie. It flew by. I don't know how long that movie was, but. I like, haven't the, actually seen or read Harry Potter at all, but I bought it. <laughs> what? I bought the eight complete set Blu-ray just because I was like. I want to watch Harry Potter because I'm missing out or something. According to the trailers, it was a worldwide phenomenon. The woman who wrote it is a billionaire. Well, that's true. I should write a kid's book for teens. We should write a kid's book for teens. I should. Here's what it's going to be. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. A young girl who is, she loves a guy, but he doesn't love her back. She's not beautiful, but she's not ugly either. She's sort of plain. Mm -hmm. She just wants people to treat her like an adult, yet... She has stuffed animals in her room and stuff. She has another friend who's this guy who likes her. She doesn't necessarily like her him back because she likes this other guy, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's something magical's involved. And they're elves. That's it. We're done. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. They live we've in a big tree. We've created a... <laughs> We've created a magical novel. And <gasps> one half of the family is the Keebler elves who make cookies. And they're like, you're going to be in the damn cookie family tradition. And you're going to be a cookie maker. And she's like, uh -huh. I don't want to be a cookie maker. Now, I want to go fight wars with the high elves. And, they're gonna, and the high elves will be like, we shall accept you into our family. Because she tries to disguise herself as a high elf. But then they, they find out she's a cookie making elf. And they're like, get away. No, but then here's the best part. Then, because we have the high elf guy she's in love with, right? Mm -hmm. And the Keebler elf guy who loves her. Then, third book. We have to wait to the third book because that's mm -hmm. when we, we turn up a notch. Yes. Then, she meets the anti-hero dark elf. And, she, and he is, like, so mysterious. And she falls in love. No, she doesn't even fall in love with him. She's so enticed by his good looks and dark elfness that they instantly bang. And <laughs> the high elf guy is like, no. And the Keebler elf guy is like, 
no! And then, right, then there's a three-way triangle of these three guys <laughs> vying for her love. And it's like, it's like real life. Every girl can relate to that. Then it becomes all like Game of Thrones-like, and one of them dies, but you don't know which one. Oh, no. That's it. The last book, one of them dies. That's the whole build-up of the last book. They go, there's an epic battle, and one of them dies, but we're not going to tell you how. Oh, my God. She has the ability to kill one of them. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> she has she the ability, has to, kill the ability to kill one of them. That doesn't Wait, make any sense. No, okay. They capture, they find out that there's, like, all this going on, and they take her, and she's like, no, I can't. And then they're like, all right, we'll let you go, only if you kill one of the elves. And then they have the Keebler elf and the high elf and the dark elf, and she chooses to kill one of them. And then they're like, <gasps> no, 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 no. Oh, my God, dude. Here we go. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. The bad guys say you must kill one of them, right? She decides that because the dark elf is like a bad guy as well, she, she needs to kill him because her best friend, the Keebler elf, has been with him forever. And the, the, the high elf is like the dream boat. But here's the twist. The Keebler elf right at the end, takes the weapon from her and stabs himself in the heart. And he says, I'd rather do this than you than you kill someone because he's so in love with her and she kills himself for her, right? And she's so torn up like, why? Why did you do this? And then, then she realizes he was the one she loved the entire time. And that, and like, that's, that's the twist at the end of the book. That is a blockbuster trilogy and an epic New York Times bestseller for years. You're welcome, tweens. <laughs> We've done some amazing work here. <laughs> Just in a matter of, like, five minutes. I like how all this came from a discussion of the KKK in a three-hour movie. <laughs> no, and Harry Potter. Oh, and Harry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, just think of all the things that become successful. There's Harry Potter, which is, like, about kid wizards. There's... Uh, Lord of the Rings, which is about, like, epic fantasy wizards and stuff. There's Game of Thrones, which is about, like, the fantasy epic medieval times. And then there's uh, Twilight, which is about vampires and werewolves and love. And so we kind of just figured out the formula and have put our own adaptation yeah. onto it. Step one, find a girl every girl can relate to. Step two, have two guys trying to find vie for her love. One who's been a friend for a while, and one who's really hot that never pays attention to her. Mm -hmm. Step three, hot guy finally pays attention to her. Step four, she doesn't know how to deal with the hot guy now that she has him. Step five, drama. Step six, loses hot guy. Step seven, friend takes over hot guy's place. She finally falls in love with him. Step eight, oh my god, hot guy's back. See ya, friend. Step nine, <laughs> drama again. Step ten, end the book in some stupid way. We'll be billionaires by the end of the year. And then we can change the way it works. Yeah, because our next book series will be called Guy Hero. <laughs> Guy Hero. <laughs> Guy Hero. <laughs> and it won't have anything to do with a woman's love life. It'll just be a, a badass guy who goes around just being a badass. He just walks around, like, foraging, like, his own food. He's just like, oh, I foraged this steak bush, and it had steak in it. I'll eat it. Guy hero. <laughs> like, fights, like, 50 giants. Like, skins their skin and makes, like, a tent that he lives in for years. How did 
<laughs> oh my god. That's it. Guy Hero. <laughs> Guy Hero. <laughs> That's the best name for a character ever. Guy Hero. Ten years. There's going to be people just like talking to each other like, dude, did you see Guy Hero? It's like, man, I can't wait for the trilogy. Hollywood. Guy Hero. We'll get we'll get Tom Cruise to play Guy Hero. And if you're not sure about Guy Hero yet, just let us do our elf story. Yeah. And that's we'll a surefire thing. So I Elves mean, are winning. I'm glad we've I'm glad we've come this far today. <laughs> we did. We did. We've we we've traveled a mountain to get here. <laughs> we got it's past the Guy those, Hero way. Yeah. We got past those damn storm giants with the with the dwarves, but Guy Hero pulled us through. Guy Hero. All right, now let's go to Crendor up in the sky in Chapter Chapter 7. Crendor, how's that traffic looking out there? Well, people went back to work today, and some people went back to school, so the traffic's starting to pick up again. I can see the depression on a lot of the people's faces. One guy down there has gone as far as to pull to the side of the road to cry because he's going back to work at Cinnabon for his 24th year, and he just ate 15 Cinnabons in a depression and will likely eat 15 more when he gets home. Back to you. I'm not going to lie, that guy doesn't sound like he has the worst life. <laughs> well, he gets to eat Cinnabon. I yeah, had Cinnabon he, the other day. He just ate 15 Cinnabons. If anything, <laughs> he has got some sort of Cinnabon stealing racket going on. Because I don't know if they built a tolerance to it, working there for so long. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get my fix, man. <laughs> not, not enough sugar with these Cinnabons. Oh, man. It's just like injects Cinnabon fluid into his veins. Give me some of that sin. That's what they call it. They call it sin. S-I-N. A bun. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's what Guy Hero uses. Guy, see, Guy Hero's a good guy, but he has a dark past. He was hooked mm. on sin. <laughs> but then he changed. Yeah. But he had, he had a girlfriend who is now with the bad guys, and she's still hooked on the sin. Mm. Dude, why are we so smart? I don't need... I, I ask myself that every day. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, why are you so smart? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I don't. I Every don't even... day you wake up and go, jeez, why are you so smart? I'm write that on my whiteboard. Hold on. <laughs> why are you so smart? Dash the T. All right. I want people to go over to your house. And see that and be like, what an egotistical prick. <laughs> I'll just be like, you, you just don't understand. All right, well, now let's go over to Crendor at the weather desk. Crendor, how's that weather out there? We're in Keene Valley, New We're, York. Oh, New York, all right. Thanks for being specific. We're in Keene Valley, home of Guy Hero. Like, okay. <laughs> and uh, it's negative 14 degrees. Woo! That's all I really know because this is the only page of your website that works keen valley weather.com it's Good just job, like weather.com it's like we're not putting our resources towards keen valley it's not worth it we got some local tweets okay which, good good which is just from enfield weather and it just says wind 1.6 mile per hour at north northwest barometer 1014.6 hpa falling temperature negative 4.9 a f Rain today, zero inch, humidity 64%. Wait, that sounds like way more than 140 characters. The robots <laughs> have advanced beyond us. It has, it has three followers. Holy crap. 
and it updates every hour. Can you click and see who the three followers are? <laughs> yeah. I want to know who's following this. Uh, it's All Temperature, which is a sh- All Temperature Chicago is a full service heating and air conditioning company. Nice, uh, nice. Auxilia Renata, just a girl who's never gonna meet One Direction, but <laughs> will live her dreams like they taught her to. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> and Brian Geojahan. Now, I am not one to play Cupid, but I feel like Brian Geojahan and that girl should get together. I think that would be a relationship that's been waiting to happen. They're two of the three people who follow the weather thing, and one of the other ones is like a robot conglomerate. This is what the Mayan robots wanted all along. They were playing matchmaker. They were. The Mayan robots were here to destroy. They were here to hook us up. <laughs> Can that I just say so that Oxilia has a tweet that says, I just love it when I'm with non-attractive people. Makes me feel beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You are the least beautiful person of all. <laughs> That's weather. All right, now let's go over to Crendor at the sports desk. We got some college bowl game wins. Oh. So, uh, Charlie Strong pulled off two stunners as he spurned the SEC, then he beat it up. Wait, who won? Louisville beat Florida. Oh, that's right. My, my parents were very excited about that because Florida yeah. was supposed to destroy them. Florida was number three. Louisville nope. was 21. So that's what happens when you get full of yourself, Florida. Also, <laughs> they were on meth and masturbating to Cheeseburger <laughs> in Paradise. That's what they were busy doing. Yeah, the, the just, fans, the single messiest stadium in the country. <laughs> oh, I had to think about that a little bit. You're welcome. <laughs> and that's what you get for doing that, Driscoll, the Florida quarterback sophomore, Jeff Driscoll. No one in Florida will talk to you. <laughs> well, they're all busy. That's right, that's right. Cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> so it's a slow day in sports. <laughs> And all my sports news pretty much revolves around, like, the NFL, which, once the playoffs, it will be good. All right, and what is our our big story of the day? Big story of the day is six reasons your friends are good for your health. Oh, that's nice. Having friends is a good thing. I was going to go with get mad, live two years longer. (laughs) But that's a fact. We already knew that. But I just, we just learned that by... Reading that article. Yeah, angry, angry people live forever. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just a fact. So, uh, have you called your bestie today? You should, just to say thanks. Because in addition to being good for your spirit uh, and your need to have company when you Facebook stalk your ex-boyfriend, your girlfriends are literally healthy for you. Having good friends improves your health and your longevity. Psychologist Irene Levine, Ph.D., a professor at NYU Medical School and author of Best Friends Forever, tells Healthy Self, Today just happens to be National Girlfriends Day, so here are six of Levine's top reasons to celebrate those awesome women in your life. There's nothing more pathetic than two men discussing the power (laughs) of girlfriends. (laughs) Girlfriends! Oh, hi. Hi, girlfriend. Please continue. I can't wait. Okay. Number one. Good friends improve your health. According to Levine, there have been 
There have been many studies that show an association between good health and friendship. To start, says Levine, good friends encourage you in healthy lifestyles. Indeed, as Self has previously reported, women who work out with a BFF are 45% more likely to exercise than those who sweat solo and spend 40% more time exercising. So going to the gym with your bestie is a good thing. I, I mean, going at all is a good thing, but whatever, sure. Makes sense. Let that peer pressure help you. <laughs> yeah, peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the gym today. You want to go? I'm really tired. Oh, you're going to get a big butt. Fine, Danielle, I'll go. <laughs> That's how it works. Yep. That's Number how it two. works. We figured it out. <laughs> we figure everything out. Number two, girlfriends tell it straight. Good friends encourage you in what Levine calls help-seeking. When you're going through some, when you're going through something serious, a real BFF will encourage you to seek out help, whether it's with a mental health professional, a doctor, or through another support system. Tough bestie love. Such as that dog is no good for you, girl. <laughs> I've seen enough Maury to know how besties work. <laughs> Maury teaches us a lot. I've learned a lot about about girlfriends from that show. What's the number one thing you learned? That man's a dog. <laughs> It's a common phrase used amongst the woman persuasion. Ah. Woman persuasion is Guy Hero's arch nemesis. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I had this thought today. What? <laughs> yes? <laughs> so procrastination. Mm -hmm. I only thought of this because you said, like, blah, 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 and so Persuasion, thought, whatever. <laughs> persuasion. And that thought up procrastination. Uh-huh. Okay, connect the dots. If, if someone's procrastinating, what do you do? You avoid the task you need to do. But what if you change the task you need to do into something that you don't need to do to pass the time, thereby procrastinating, and you do the task while procrastinating? <laughs> <laughs> What the hell did you just say? <laughs> okay. Listen. I'm oh I am. <laughs> so let's say you wanna write a paper, right? Yes. You gotta write a paper on yes. polar bears. Uh-huh. And all you're doing is you're browsing the internet, you're looking at your phone, mm -hmm. you're shuffling these boxes around. Uh-huh. You're doing tasks that you don't need to do to avoid the task at hand. What if writing that paper became not your focus and instead shuffling these boxes around became your focus and you were like oh i gotta procrastinate i'm just gonna write this paper instead of doing that you're tricking the system <laughs> system there is no system what you just described is the ramblings of a madman an old madman <laughs> you are very close to being institutionalized <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'll just start making David Lynch movies. <laughs> it's rabbits, and they live like people. They Can I live show like that people. To you? Yes, that is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so good. <laughs> what Crendor was talking about, if people haven't seen it, you can go on YouTube and find it. It's a video. Uh, David Lynch, crazy person, is one of Crendor's favorites. And he has a video, and it's rabbits. Dressed as people, sitting in, in, like, it's weird background noises and, like, audience laughter. It's very strange. Creepy strange. Just look and up David Lynch rabbits. 
Krenorm is just like, you have to see it. It's so, <laughs> it's, I don't even get it, but it's awesome. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but it's part of an even bigger movie. Called like, Crazy Shit. And that movie is, is like four hours long. And I watched it. And I really tried to pay attention. And I was like, I'm going to figure this out. And it was like, it was like Inception. But it was like, it was like three Inceptions. It was like dreams within dreams that are being had in somebody else's head that's having dreams within dreams. That's having a dream of someone else's dream. And when that movie was over, I was like, I think I get it. And then I went and looked it up and it was like, I didn't get it at all. I'm pretty sure your dream within a dream within someone else's mind within a dream within a dream within someone else's mind <laughs> is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I thought the procrastination thing was, though. <laughs> nope, that took you to the number one spot. Pretty sure that would jump to number one. I kind of want to just make a movie about rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> and the one... <laughs> And then one rabbit's a wizard. A girl, ra- girl rabbit who has magical powers. And there are two other rabbits. One who's her best friend and one who's a really odd rabbit. Well, make a fortune. Thank we you, just... Twilight Books. You've made it so easy. We just keep the ideas churning. Yep. Like, oh, no matter what, that's the plot line. There's a girl rabbit. <laughs> then there's the, her best friend rabbit. And then there's a really hot rabbit. I mean, oh, Tarantino follows the sure. same formula. That's true. Works every time. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter, pitter-patter. <laughs> we need to have that scene in our book, too. A bunch of rabbits. A yeah. bunch of rabbits <laughs> around them. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter. That'll be us honoring Tarantino. Yep. Get number back th- to the article. Yeah. <laughs> number, number three. Good friends are stress busters. This may be one of the reasons why friends have been shown to improve your health psychologically mm-hmm. or physiologically, says Levine, referencing findings from a UCLA study showing that women's social nature reduced her risk of disease and lowers her blood pressure, heart rate, and cholesterol. I think that just means people are social. Yeah, like that, that's a people thing. That's it only works for women, stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> they just know women are the people reading this. I mean, apparently Yahoo thinks that because they're sexist. Well, we're reading it, Yahoo. Yeah, take that, Yahoo. Take that, Yahoo. Flip the script. Number four, BFFs can save your life. Good friends enhance your ability to cope with illness, says Levine, pointing to research that shows how important having a close friend is to women battling breast cancer, not just for logical reasons, but also for emotional reasons, not feeling like you're alone. Levine says... Noting that the 2006 Nurses Health Study found that women with a network of intimate family and friends were more likely to survive breast cancer, while socially isolated women were five times more likely to die. Wow! So it's like if if you're alone, you're gonna you're just gonna die. Yeah, wait a minute. If anything, <laughs> that just makes people who are already alone feel ten times worse. Yeah. Like you'll never find anybody, and since you won't, you'll die. What if you have animals? Does that count as, like... Your best friend? It could. Look there are at, a lot, look of, at all a lot the, like, of cat people. Yeah. Although cats that. are the worst ever. 
That's Jesse Cox, 2012. 2013, 20 odd three. Number five. Girlfriends help you find your place in the world. Women look to other women to help define our sense of self, says Levine. As a child, you start with looking to your family, but then, she says, friends open up a whole new world to you in terms of pursuing interests and careers, even figuring out your sense of style. In this way, friends help you feel connected and encouraging your independence, says Levine, something that continues all through your life, with old and new friends alike. Speaking of new friends, and it just goes to related yoga moves for flat abs. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. They pimp out other articles at the end of this article? Well, then there's one more, but they put this in the middle of it. Oh, oh, okay. Well, what's the next one? Finally, making new friends is good for you, too. Spending time with friends you've had for a long time is great. For one thing, it's meaningful to spend time with someone who has shared history with you, says Levine. But fostering new friendships is also good for you. Don't make the mistake of thinking you can't make new friends or that everyone already has their friends, she says. New Levine <laughs> may help you develop new interests and open new experiences I'm for sorry, you. I already have three friends. I have a perfect <laughs> pack of friends. You cannot join us. <laughs> it's nice to have a balance of some old friends and some new friends. New friends are the best, though, because all your lame-ass old stories you can retell. <laughs> yeah. New friends are wonderful. Old friends suck. New friends are wonderful. In fact, if I could have... A sort of, like, new friend rotation where every few months I just got some new friends. I'd be okay like, with that. You just, like, shove the other the ones aside. It's yeah, like, well, oh, I, you were the new friends already. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, look, look, you guys are so last season. <laughs> They'd just be like, thank God. <laughs> look, I have four really good stories. After that, I got nothing. So, <laughs> after story number four, you're gone. Like, okay. Oh, they give another big tip. A final note to all of you Facebook friends. Technology is wonderful and has really enriched a lot of people's friendships. It allows people to reconnect and stay connected even when friends live many miles away, Levine says. However, she adds, online friendships are not a substitute for the joys of spending time in person with your bestie. Seeing their facial expressions, the sounds of their voice, FaceTime really helps. That's what? The, All of a sudden there's an ad for uh, Apple. Like, use our FaceTime app. <laughs> and then Skype right below it. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys, that's it. That's it for today. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening. And as always, to be continued. Yeah.